Hey friend, it's Corey Robinson with NBC Sports. Let's talk some story. Donovan Mitchell was traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers for Laurie Markkinen, Ochai Agbaji, Colin Sexton, three unprotected first round picks, and two pick swaps. Part of that deal, Colin Sexton has now agreed on a four-year, $72 million side and trade with the Utah Jazz. What does this mean? First of all, can we just take a step back? Wow. Wow. I mean, you talk about a talk about an interesting plot twist. This is starting to get really interesting. The the Cavs were one of those teams. Honestly, it's it's interesting for a few reasons, but when we think about the New York Knicks, which you know, that was the team by the way that was pursuing Donovan Mitchell like yesterday. <laughs> a couple days ago it seems like uh, they were at the, the, the top of this conversation. What they're trying to do with uh, investing in their trio of young players being Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, and the newly acquired Jalen Brunson after the failed Kimball Walker experiment with the young rookies, well, not rookies anymore, but the young players in Obi Toppin. They're trying to be where Cleveland is right now, but they're two steps behind. So the fact that Donovan Mitchell somehow, because quite frankly, the New York Knicks, it, it would have been too early to get Donovan Mitchell. There's no, there's nothing established there for him to take that program to the next level. I don't think it would have been very wise for him as an individual. And I don't think it would have been very wise for the New York Knicks because it would have been searching for another superstar that was going to come in, a player with a superstar ceiling, to come in and you're basically setting them up to fail. So if you're Cleveland right now, this is kind of what this means practically. You're going to jump a few spots in the Eastern Conference. By the way, the Eastern Conference is a very competitive conference now. It used to not be this way. It's kind of deceptively competitive, but it is much more competitive than it used to be, nonetheless. But what happened here is you're looking at a team that, as far as excitement level, last year, they'd probably be on a short list with, I mean, the Bulls are pretty exciting, given where they, where they came from. But the Charlotte Hornets are probably one of the, the exciting young teams in the Eastern Conference. But Cleveland kind of leapfrogged them a little bit, which was surprising because they don't have a magnanimous, charismatic star like LaMelo Ball. But Darius Garland has actually become, he went from a good player to a really good player, which in the NBA is a very nice development piece. That's, that's a nice trajectory, when he's, especially when you're that young. Jared Allen... I think is kind of like Rudy Gobert in the sense that you know exactly what you're going to get from him. He understands his role and he does it very well and he's consistent. And that is block, dunk, run the floor. And in the NBA, you can make a lot of money doing that. In today's NBA, you can make a lot of money. Then you add in another big. That was one of the issues with, with Utah. They didn't have that, that other big. And that's what, it's funny because that's exactly what they're trying to do in Minnesota with Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert. So that's, it's just kind of funny. But what we're seeing here is Evan Mobley has talent. So to have Mobley, Allen as your, as your bigs, Garland, Mitchell as your guards, this Cleveland team has went from, they just went from nine in the Eastern Conference, that, that play-in space, to maybe four through six. So what does that mean practically? I think they jump Chicago. And Toronto. So now you're looking at, okay, you could compete with Philadelphia, the 76ers. That's, that's interesting. 
No, they can't touch the Miami Heat. They can't touch the Bucks. They can't touch the the Celtics. I think one through three is pretty it's pretty solid. I don't think that's going to change. But four, five, I think they could take the 76ers or, or at least give them a little bit of trouble now. That's interesting as far as what this team could do in maybe two or three or four years. Utah, on the other hand, they wanted to get picks. They got picks. So, I mean, it's a pretty straightforward equation there. I'm, I'm looking at the talent they got. And honestly, as, as far as just complete rebuild, the big takeaway for me is the picks. Which is another story entirely when you think about the NBA these days because it's, <laughs> you're drafting these players so young that it takes them, let's say, what, three to six years maybe? I would probably say seven years to really develop into the players you, you want them to be. It's so hard to judge talent and evaluate talent on a 19, 18-year-old with, with limited experience playing against NBA-level talent. So it, it's, it's such an interesting experiment. Uh, but the way it works in the NBA right now is you have to get all those unprotected first-round picks. And that's building block 101 of, of doing a rebuild. And I think Colin Sexton will hold the team together in the meantime while they weather what promises to be a pretty bad storm. I'm Corey Robinson with NBC Sports. I'd love to hear what you think. Please reach out to me on social media using the hashtag CoreyStory. Story.